Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. Today I'm coming to you with my husband again because since we talked about some subjects that we really hit on the other day, I feel that I will invite him in at least once or twice a week to get him acclimated into the podcast because it's, it's um, how do they say it? Um, two is better than one. So, um, we're talking about love. Of course, we're going to come to you today on Friday, Frisky Friday, um, Feeling Good Friday, Love Friday, whatever you want to call it. Just feeling Shower of Love is the, um, the title of this, this episode. So, I, I'm going to start off with Corinthians 1. And is love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen. That is Corinthians 1, 13 and 7. And I'm going to go into this podcast talking about love, which is very complicated sometimes. Um, everyone makes mistakes. So be kind. To yourself. Be kind to the person you see in the mirror, to the one you might not think is worthy of love. God loves you, your inaccuracies, and all. So, I'm not not to cut you off. I just I heard you say something about everyone makes mistakes, so be kind to yourself. Yes, everyone oh. makes mistakes, so be kind to yourself. Oh, okay, like, be kind to the person in you see in the mirror. So that means the mistakes, I, I, I look at that as if a person makes mistakes and they do something that is within, that is not, um, that is not good for the relationship, that that person that has done that needs to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, you know what, if you wouldn't, if you don't want it done to you, don't do it to someone else. That's how I see it. Maybe that's a different way. God is never going to judge you in any kind of way because God is the last judgment. He makes the last judgment of any call of anybody on anyone's life or person. That's how that, I, maybe yeah, I'm looking at it wrong. No, I, I understand that. I can go back to that. As everyone makes mistakes and only God can judge you. But you also learn from your mistakes. And you, mm -hmm. when you're looking in the mirror and you say to yourself, I wouldn't want nobody to do that to me. Mm -hmm. So why would I do that to someone else? Mm -hmm. It's not the point of God judging you, but mm -hmm. you do have to follow the rules of marriage. And you do have to follow the rules and don't cross the adultery line because that mm -hmm. is considered one of the Ten Commandments and it is a sin. So it sure enough is a sin. So, so for people that's sitting out here and you got people that's been in been in a marriage for a year or some people that's been in marriage for five years, some people that's been in marriage excuse me, been married for fifteen and twenty and thirty years and they have I don't think I don't believe that committing adultery is a good thing. I don't believe it. I hate it. I can't stand it. And I thank God that I have never done it. So my thing is, think about how you would feel if that other person was would commit adultery towards you. Yeah, and it's, it's a thin line, guys, because we've been married for 20 years. And through those 20 years, and I'm going to be really honest. That's a two gonna, and a zero, guys. That's a two and a zero. That's a two and a zero. That's, that's, a, that's a capitalized a, two and a zero. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big deal, guys. And, and, and I'm not going to say every day was 
perfect because it wasn't. You fall in love, you fall out of love, you just don't want to be around people still, sometimes. It's still hard times. Sometimes. It's still, still, it's still that way. You, you know, God didn't, when God put two people together, he put a man and a woman together. So when he, he didn't make it to where you're going to have a marriage that's going to be uh, picture perfect. You know, some people that are, are going to be always no no issues or anything of that nature. There's always issues, you know, when we that you have in a marriage. You know, but you just have to have to learn how to have. And I said this yesterday, and it goes back into that having faith, the size of a mustard seed. That's how I look at it. You have to have faith. You got to have trust. You got to have, excuse me, communication. You got to have some type of. What's the word? You got to have a lot of respect also. Because if you don't respect the other person's space, if you don't respect the other person's lifestyle, if you don't respect the other person's feelings, you you just have to have a heart. I mean, and my whole thing, and you got to make sure that you keep that person's trust and you keep that person's interest. And most of that, most of the time that is very hard to do after your fifth year. I would say after your fifth year, I mean, you got your honeymoon phase when you first meet, that's the first one to three years, six months to three years. If your honeymoon would last that long. And then after you, after you marry, um, after the dating and a honeymoon phase, then you deal with the bills, then you deal with the finances, and you dealing with the kids, and and most of most of the time your marriage is put on the back burner. And once your marriage is put on a back burner, if the fire is not lit, then it just goes dull. And so then this this is where you leave the door open to distrust, dishonesty. Um, commitment is low, trust is low, and, you know, again, I'm going to say agree with Travis, communication is the key, and sometimes it's hard for men to communicate. It really is hard for men to communicate. I mean, I've seen it everywhere. I know a couple of power couples, you know, the, the woman balances the kids, the house, and the budget, and the man brings home the bacon, and he but works it also, hard. But it's, it's also equal, too, guys. I mean, don't think that, that you just leave all that on the wife to to take care of the house. You got men that's out here taking that's cooking, that's helping around the house. You're supposed to. Yeah, my man does. Supposed to, you're supposed to be able to do it all. I mean... Hey, that's what it's. That's supposed. That's what a, a team a marriage is about. If kids come into play, hey, I'll cook tonight. Let me clean. Let me do this. Yeah, the bills and everything too. Of course, major first. But and on top of that, you also still have to be able to say, you know, I can manage the kids today, or I'm gonna go take the. I'm gonna go for the kids today, and. Yeah, sorry for that interruption, guys. It's just a minor interruption. Don't even worry about it. So let's get back to this love. And to the one you might not think is worthy of love. God loves you. And he sees you through the lens of a father that loves without conditions or expectations. So I might expect my husband to pay all the bills. I might expect my husband to be... Perfectly honest and 
there all the time to meet all my emotional, physical, all those needs. But in the Bible, it says that we need to look through the lens um, with the conditions without expectations. And that's very hard to do when you know that you can't do it all on your own. We can learn so much from the love of our Heavenly Father. It is important to make Every effort to see beyond the situation in front of us. So when we have situations in front of us, in front of us in our relationships, we tend to come together and talk about it. And if it's a really bad situation, it turns into an argument. And I'm not going to sit here and say that no couples, you don't argue. Because, yeah, because you do. In 20 mm-hmm. years of marriage... You are going to have an argument. And if you don't, please argument. call me, um, text me, reach out to me, and tell me how you made it through those years without doing that. Not one single argument. Yeah, right. So my whole thing is all that. Is, and, and then when it comes down to um, we can choose to look the best in ourselves. And others, giving grace and loving and unconditionally through every circumstance. And giving grace is saying that, you know, I know I was mad at you last night and it's not a good deal to stay out or do something where it's going to totally destroy your marriage. But you give yourself grace and mercy and you give that other person grace and mercy because you know God is going to see you through Anyway, he's going to put whatever's in a dock in a light. And most of the time, only thing you have to do is wait on it. And then that's one thing I love doing. I love waiting on the Lord. So I don't know about nobody be, else. Be patient. It says you can learn. Learn from the learn about much about love from God himself. You know, you can learn a lot about love from the Heavenly Father. So that's all I wanted to say. I did, I, that's it. Yeah. And so when you when you look at our marriage and you look at the 20 years and you had to sum it up to one word, what would that one word be? I would have to sum it up to, um, the word I want to, uh, it's challenging, challenging. Yeah, I would say it's challenging after, um, but on top of that challenging, it's, it's a, teacher it teaches you because we both have only been married one time and this is our one marriage right marriage right here Woo! like so i, Woo, I guys. i'm not trying to i ain't trying to bad mouth other people but we've had we have people i have in my family you know my side of the family that people have not even been that that couldn't stay married long enough you know your your, your ancestors or you look at sometime or your family members they couldn't they didn't last as long so I'm, i know it's challenging and and but I do love my wife, you know, inside and out, inside and out. Hey, uh, we, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna say that, you know, when it comes down to um, the challenges and your ancestors, I think it does take a toll. Like if you're if you have ancestors that are not in a marriage, like my family, they everybody stayed married, even if they got married one time. My grandmother stayed married, my grandfather stayed married, my aunt stayed married, my cousin stayed married. Everybody went through the thick and thin of it so my thing is you know 
I go with the vows. I try to keep my vows. And that's what women do. We, we try to stick to our, some of us stick to our vows. Um, but when it comes down to things like adultery, um, abandonment and stuff like that, that stuff, uh, takes a toll and shakes and rocks the foundation of your family, especially the marriages that are open. Because if you have an open marriage, like I was reading a couple. What is that? A very famous what couple. Is a, what is an open marriage? So open marriages, okay. People for people out there that don't know, you know, people that don't understand what that is. Uh, uh, open marriages, okay. Um, we've been married for 20 years. I'm kind of bored with you right now. I really want to date somebody else. Do you mind if I bring him home tonight? Oh, that's an open marriage. Hell no. Or you she are really sense. bored with me. I'm not giving you the affection that you need. Sorry, and- I, don't, I don't like to share. I'm not a sherry person. I, don't, I never have. I never did. You know, I don't share... So my 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 whole thing with that is that's we what an open marriage is. We and went some- to the judge, and we went to the man and said we was getting married. I thought that it was two people. He didn't, he didn't, <laughs> I don't recall him putting a third person and saying, "Do you do you do you?" And he didn't say I do three times. We I didn't hear the word I do three. I heard it twice. You know, but well, sometimes it happens in life, and this is the new world. This is not twenty years ago when we were married. This is yes, and and not even millennials. Older people invite other people in a marriage, and where it goes wrong is is that if you bring a woman into the marriage and she is satisfying you better than I am, and she's doing things that I'm not doing, she gets to steal you away. That's what I'm saying. So what's the sense? So and my my whole thing is so much is still your way. I just couldn't see myself. So laying. that's adultery. I, it is in, adultery in, in on another eyes, level. In the, in the eyes of the Bible, in the eyes of God, in the eyes of the marriage vows, that is considered adultery. Yeah, but for some people, they do not go on those vows. Just like you have a Baptist and you have a non-denominational. Yeah. That, that, they don't care about that stuff. Only thing they're caring about is sparking up their marriage in a certain way. Well, okay. Spark it so, up. So, that's what that is considered. An open up. marriage. Mm-hmm. So, not I mean, guys, we've been married for 20 years and I'm, I'm not going to say I haven't asked for it. I've asked for it to be open so I can just go out and yeah. date again. <laughs> just to date because I was just like, you know what? This is boring. After 12, I think it had to be like, no, 19 years. I was like, this is boring. I can't take it anymore. The the first, the same person for 20 years, the same person for 20 years gets a little, like, if, if the man is not doing, sparking, um, doing whatever he has to do um, for his marriage, um, 80% of it, then you do get a little bored. You do get a little taken back. It's easy. That's how people cheat. Emotionally. And that's that's how marriages get just deleted. Yeah. Just could end up in divorce. I mean, not only the communication factor, which is very, very important. So, guys, I feel like this in these days and time, shower with love. Shower her with your love. Shower her with the love. He always has to be a charmer. (laughs) 
That's what he charmer. is. Just... He's a charmer. Okay. And he's a singer, very good singer, if I must say myself. I was gonna I say I wasn't something. charming. I was I was actually saying that to all the men, all the women out there, all the married couples. Okay, so how would you shower, shower somebody him, with your love? With your how love, would you shower your wife? With your love, how would you how would huh? you shower your wife with your love? Every day, just do something little things. Little things do count. Let me. I'm gonna I'm run her a bath water. I'm gonna run her a nice bath today. I'm gonna take her out today. Let's go, just you and I, and go pick out some makeup. Cause I like I like picking out my wife's makeup. I go with it. I go pick it out for. Her. She ain't gotta be with me. I go pick it out for. Her. Showering her with your love. Shower her with flowers. Flowers is a good thing. You ain't gotta be every day, but. Flowers do show some type of love. They show something. They mean something. Mm. Hey, let me rub your feet today. You know, my wife got beautiful feet. So Hey, guys, that was too I, much information. Thing. And my thing is to you, you showering your man with love. It can mean something as simple as trying to... Have a candlelight dinner, making his favorite food, a massage, a massage, a foot rub, getting his getting his clothes out, getting his clothes out, giving him a facial, giving him giving him a head massage. Giving me a facial. The head massages work really well. She gave me a great facial. Mm-hmm. I mean, the facial was like superb. Okay, let's move on. This is oh, a clean podcast. I, I'm trying to make it clean right here. Okay, he's getting oh. into that. And that's and see, this is where you come with the line is your sexuality and your sexual behavior in a marriage is very important also. It's very important. So my thing is, um, when it comes down to that, guys, y'all just gotta keep it, y'all gotta keep it spot on and make sure that it's there. And respect. 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 And. And try not to fight. Because try, you know, fighting is the old yeah. end to all ends of a relationship. It's really hard to come back from fighting. So try not to do that because that is like a hold in a mold. You know, you don't want to put a hold in a mold and you don't want to rock your foundation and shake it like that. Um, d- divided we stand. Right? Divided we fall. Together we stand. I'm sorry, guys. Come Uh, on, let's say that one more time. Together we stand. Together we stand. Divided we fall. Divided we fall. So let's all stay together. Let's stay together, please. Let's stay together. Yeah. It's it's very important, especially if you have children. It's very important to try to show them that, you know, to set that foundation for them and to show them how it's done. And to show them that love isn't always easy. It's not. It can be very, very hard. I know my kids look at me some days like, you were just so mad at Papa. And now today, your Papa's kissing all over your feet. You know, so... It's kind of it's kind of ups and down, but you show the kids and you 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 want to make the commitment of marriage solid and you want to try to keep it together. And I tell my husband all the time, "Hey, babe, if you see something out there that you want, could you just let me go?" 
You know, because it's it's 20 years. We don't have to do this like a life sentence. I mean, there's always a girl out there that looks better than me. And there's always a guy out there that looks better than him. But it ain't nobody that did it better than us since we've been together. So my whole thing is, yeah, encourage. Uplift. Support. Support. As much as you can support. Oh my you god! Have to try. It's you hard. Have to. You it's have to hard. Try. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's hard sometimes, but you have to try to support and stay together. Guys, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Kim's Kitchen Table Talk. I hope you get something out of it. Wisdom nuggets. I hope you get all of those things. And most of all, happy marriage, happy wife, happy Happy life. life. Be blessed.